I'm Steven. And I'm Sasha. And this is... Shut Up, I Love It. A podcast where our guest comes on to champion a part of the culture that they feel is underliked or... Underappreciated or underrated. Yeah, any of those things. Under. Under. Should we just change the title of the podcast to Under? It's too late. Mm. Although this may be our first episode. We don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, this might be the first episode you're hearing. Um, and joining us today on that maybe first episode, she is an improviser, an actor, living and working in Los Angeles. You've seen her on shows like New Girl, most recently Modern Family, yeah. also Alex Inc. Mm. Uh, UCB Herald teams and non-Herald teams. All UCB, she's all over the place. You've seen her on Rococo. You've seen her on the Tuesday Club. You can see her now on Queen George, uh, some Monday nights. Just give yourself a favor and go look at her. Mm-hmm. Like my parents do whenever they come into town. Did you know this, Sasha? Sometimes my parents will not come to our shows. Yeah, our indie, mm-hmm. not important shows. And instead, they will go to the UCB Theater on Herald Night and they'll see Hillary instead. Our guest today is Hillary Ann Matthews. Hi, you guys. <laughs> Never have I ever had such an incredible rundown of my bio. My favorite part was that as part of my credits, you said that I am living in Los Angeles. <laughs> That's right. Which is, not yeah. just existing yeah. in Los Angeles. You are living. living. Yeah. One credit, though, that I didn't mention you were a host of a very successful podcast mm. called Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Cast. Yeah. Uh, How many episodes? I don't know. Ish? I don't know. <laughs> Hillary, come on. You uh, probably uh, did like 20 episodes. Okay. No way. More than that. 30. <gasps> 33. 33? Yeah, it's my guess. Yeah. This is already more, like, sounds more successful podcast than this podcast. It was well, great. Well, technically, because this podcast hasn't come out yet. <laughs> so, yeah, in that way, Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Cast was more successful. Uh, and shout out to Steve's parents, my my biggest and best <laughs> fans, my most favorite fans. <laughs> uh, Hillary, what are we talking about today? Today, we will be talking about a movie called The Joneses. Right. Not to be mixed with Keeping Up with the Joneses. Right. We are not Don't talking about it. the Zach Galifianakis Gal Gadot film, Keeping Up with the Joneses. Mm-mm. We're talking about the 2009 David Duchovny Demi Moore vehicle the Joneses. Yeah. The premise of the film, although it's so tough because obviously I want people to go watch the film, but they're going to listen to this. This is going to be, we're going to spoil it. I, it's going to be we're spoiled. Spoil but I think ideally you will have listened to the podcast. You will watch the movie. Here's but you the will thing. not spoil it for somebody who you're watching it with. If um, you haven't watched the movie, pause this, watch the first 15 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, and that's all you need to watch. Yeah, that's cool. Well, for starters. <laughs> for st- yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to like know what we're about to talk about. Yeah. And then you can go watch the rest There's of it. There's a big reveal, okay? There's yes. a big misdirect. Yes. We're mm-hmm. going to discuss that. We the call Amber Heard misdirect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we are introduced to a family. The mother is played by Demi Moore. The father is played by David Duchovny. The daughter is the teenage daughter is Amber Heard, and the son I misremembered as Penn Badgley when I was telling you about it. <laughs> the actor's it, name is Ben Hollingsworth. Ben Hollingsworth, mm-hmm. and they are in a shiny car driving to move to a new city or town. Mm-hmm. 
se- seems right away like a, it's like an Audi commercial, right? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. and they get to their new home and they want to take a picture in front of it. And the son very pointedly takes out his new HTC phone mm-hmm. and hands it to a neighbor to take a picture of them. They're amongst themselves discussing like how many teenagers are in the town and like average what the average income. income is. Yeah. And, and, and the whole family is, you know, absorbing these facts. And so we kind of are getting the picture of this like very um, picture perfect family, kind of the family that everyone wants to be. And shit just starts not really adding up. I think the first tell is that David Duchovny and Demi Moore seem very in love. And then it's bedtime and they're having like a good night, you know, conversation. And then David Duchovny goes off and sleeps in a different bedroom. Mm-hmm. And you're like, so it's huh. not a, like it's a first misdirect, right? Like it's a yeah. first, like that's like oh, oh marital trouble, yeah. trouble yeah, like, in paradise. What's going on? You guys seem so in love, and mm-hmm. like, something's amiss. Then they're saying stuff about um about like, well, did you make friends in a very pointed way? Demi Moore will ask David Duchovny, did you make friends today? And he's like, yes, I made friends. And she's like, did you get their contact info? And he's like, I did. And, she's and we're like, okay. like, okay, this is a little intense. Yeah. Still maybe, buy- maybe, maybe still just like, buying into like an upscale this is a family neighborhood. Who, yes, yeah. who cares very much about fitting in and, you know, um, that type of social pressure and expectation. Then we see some socked feet. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. This is a crazy <laughs> moment. Socked feet creeping through the night down the stairs in their home. And, and this um, is where you want to be watching carefully. You want to watch this scene very carefully. <laughs> yeah, you really, you want to watch this scene very closely because you might think, oh, Demi Moore, she's finally mm-hmm. come around. Yeah. She's sneaking down yeah, in yeah, her yeah. knee-high socks yeah. to romance her husband. Yeah. Uh, the socks come off. The shirt comes off. Underwear the comes underwear off. Comes off. You see a little, yeah, you see like longish hair, and yes. you're you're satisfied. But with it's what's dark. Happening. You don't know what color the hair is. Yeah. This this shout out to the crew, <laughs> to the lighting crew. <laughs> shout out shout to, out to the, the lighting crew of the Joneses. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, feminine body gets into the bed yeah. with David Duchovny, and you go. Okay. Here we go. Husband and wife finally doing what God intended them to do. (laughs) God and law. But now hold on. Yeah. This is something quite unnatural. And how do we find out? What is the frame that gives it away? I'm trying to... I'm trying I think, to... I think the camera just like pans around to the other side of the bed and now we can see Amber Heard. Oh, AKA the, the daughter. daughter in uh, bed with David Mounting. Yeah. Mounting the mounting hell you. out of that guy. Trying to get something started. Okay. Socks on or off? No, the oh, socks no. have come off. There Everything is a very particular off. moment when she gets to the bed and takes off the socks. And I thought it was so funny of them to like in like make sure that we saw that she took off the socks. This is when like the real sexy part started because the socks are off. Well, right? I was wondering if it was like... um they were like the like now you know these socks were for creeping uh-huh. you know or it That's was like what I assumed, it was yeah. like oh she's taking off socks and what else you know <laughs> so the daughter is trying to get it on with Dave Duchovny the entire family now rolls into this scene yeah Demi Moore comes and snatches Amber Heard by but the not hair like, out of nowhere but not like shocked like jaw dropped to the ground kind of. Surprise. No. Yeah. Like she like knew something was amiss and followed Amber Heard into the situation because she like knew. Okay. So listeners, you may kind of get to it now. Like maybe this isn't really his daughter. 
But the movie does not make that clear yet. The movie kind yeah. of still leaves Ling- you lingers. hanging yes. for like two to five minutes being like, okay, did we just watch a daughter try to have yeah. sex with her father? You know what's probably cool about that? I, I mean, <laughs> nothing. <cool. laughs> you know what's so incredibly cool? Um, no, that's not at all what I meant to say. What I meant to say was that I think that this movie the biggest best part about it is the premise. Yeah. And so they really draw that out. I they think that draw was a note. out the reveal. It was a note like that came in later too. Like they're like, after they shot all the footage, they're like, can we still, still reveal later what they're, I mean, because yeah. like, it was such a forced, like a second. I'm sure they would have taken it longer, like stretched it out farther if they could have but right. i feel like 15 minutes is as far as you can take that yeah so i think the conversation that happens is demi moore to amber heard is like what are you doing like get back to bed and amber heard goes well if you're not gonna fuck him why can't i so the next day happens wait wait wait, wait. so then i mean i guess yeah i shouldn't say all the lines what do you no um, go ahead How well, many demi, demi moore demi moore says to david duchovny she's got a problem uh, and so you're like whoa like what's oh yeah happening? and david duchovny says like this wasn't in my orientation yes yeah and that's when we are home yeah. and this is the point of the movie where i thought okay i know it's not but i hope they're aliens <laughs> like i know oh, they're not yeah. aliens but wouldn't it be interesting if it was like a third rock from the sun yeah. uh situation and did you know that going in didn't i fully told you what this movie was about and so you're you? watching it still I think hoping I you spoiled it for him before you saw it yeah well, we'll talk. So, like, my prior experience with the film, I'd never seen it before. I had remembered a conversation, maybe on some other podcast, people talking about that scene in particular where really? Amber Heard tries to seduce David Duchovny. I must. Later on, you must remember and you must tell me because I must <laughs> find my people. Mm. Well, I don't think it was in a positive light. Uh, I don't think this was a That's positive okay. discussion. I just want to be a part of the conversation. <laughs> my theory is that Johnny Depp fell in love with her after seeing that. You think it was that? You think that Johnny Depp has seen the Joneses? Yeah. (laughs) Yep. That's my theory. Johnny Depp, a true cinephile. Uh, uh. So the conversation the next morning in the kitchen is David Duchovny going, I think we should talk about what happened last night. And Demi saying, yeah, okay, um, Amber, do you have something to say? And she goes, oh, right. Amber goes, I'm so sorry. You're new and I shouldn't have taken advantage of you in this situation like that. I'm really sorry. It won't happen again. You're new. My bad. You know all the lines. (laughs) I mean... I hadn't seen it in a really long time. Do you have like I incredible memory night. or have you seen it a ton? I, I think that I've seen it, honestly, maybe only including last night watching it again in preparation. I hadn't seen it in a long time. I think five times maybe. Only five times. That's, okay. That's yeah, a yeah, good yeah. number. Right? Four to five. Four to five. That's 45 a, times. There was the original. There was last night and in between I would say like definitely a solid two. Uh, yeah, so the next, but even the next morning, they still don't really spell out what's going no. on, right? He's they do it what? They kind of let you figure it out over the montage that then proceeds to happen. Yeah, well, also, I loved the line when maybe somebody, I forget, one of the parents is like, well, we're not your average family. And then the son's character goes, you think? Oh, and I love yeah. it when the line you think is in a movie delivered seriously. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. really great. Uh, so there's a montage now where we we get the sense of what's going on. These people are not a family. They are paid salespeople who posing, are posing, posing as a family, as a family in a infiltrating this town. And by 
being the most um, desirable, like admirable, you know, mm-hmm, you know sexiest right. People family. look to the to them as like yeah. the ideal of what a rich suburban family can be like. So by living that life, they are selling all the products that the the clothes they wear, the items they use, the food they buy. Implicit secret marketing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. is it is it the montage what exactly gives away exactly the premise? Is it the montage? I think the montage is when you finally understand it, but then when I feel like when Lauren Hutton's character who is their boss mm-hmm. essentially comes in to like run down the numbers, that is when we finally get it explicitly stated, yes. I think. Yes. Um also so like Keeping up with the Joneses is obviously what this the title is a reference to, mm-hmm. and not they, the movie, but the expression. Yes, <laughs> the title of this movie is a reference to the movie Keeping Up with the Joneses, <laughs> which may have come out later. <laughs> it definitely came out <laughs> seven years later. Um, so, so that's what this whole thing is: is that it's like they are trying to get everyone to keep up with the Joneses, and their actual name is the Joneses, which is very funny. Um, and I think that like that also the fact that it's called the Joneses and they dropped keeping up with mm-hmm. is to me genius. I, I love how yeah, subtle it's very it is. clever. I think very it funny. Also, is like too subtle for marketing the movie itself. <laughs> you know? maybe. Uh, so we've established the premise, Hillary. You're very excited to talk about the movie. Tell us a little bit. Why do you like? The Joneses so much enough to have seen it four to five, <laughs> 45 times. Yeah. Okay. So I think that I really genuinely like the premise a lot. I also have personal positive associations with the movie because I saw it like with my friends when I was in college and I remember being like, oh, I think this film that we're about to see film um, mm, is cinema. Yeah. Cinema is like kind of like a, like a dark you know satirical kind of thing and my friend laughed at me and was like i'm pretty sure it's just like a rom-com <laughs> and i think i was right after watching it your friend yeah said, hmm. no, no 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 sorry 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 before okay yeah mm-hmm. like when we were going and i was like no i think there's more to this film the joneses mm-hmm. so i think i like the vibe of the film mm-hmm. also it's not as dark and crazy as like eyes wide shut no <laughs> at all <laughs> definitely no, not. not at all <laughs> you're right yeah or halloween or no it's not a horror film okay it, like it's not a horror film and it's not it's like it's also not like a david lynch like no suburban sir, I mean, like dark side of also suburbia no. also no yeah <laughs> but it's not a simple comedy and so i like the kind of that it, it exists it's a high concept mm-hmm. situation yeah. going on yeah and i also just genuinely do think that the premise is really genius because we everyone does know those people that seem to like have it all together and are really effortless and the idea that the feeling that you get when somebody that you know has like a beautiful you know car or dress or something that the feeling that you get like is intended you know like from a Mm -hmm. from a marketing perspective Mm -hmm. is really interesting um, Meanwhile, the rest of us out here are all Gary Coles and Glenn Headleys. Yes, we are. Another uh, big uh, spoiler coming up, probably. Sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, Gary Cole and Glenn Headley play the Joneses' neighbors. That's not the spoiler. but <laughs> well, The ones trying to keep up with. Right. Yeah. They are the most prominent example of the people being targeted by 
this uh, guerrilla marketing. Yes. Stealth marketing is the. <laughs> is that is what the, they call yeah, it? Yeah, that's the mm. official name of what they're doing. Stealth marketing. Yeah, and uh, Gary... and affected by it, like emotionally affected by mm-hmm. it, these people, right? Like, so it like destroys their family in a very yeah. tragic way. Yeah. So like, they're these. They're the couple next door, and I have to say. <laughs> Seeing them pop up on screen when I watched it last night gave me immediate anxiety. Like, <laughs> oh, because you remember anxiety. what happens to them? Yes, a hundred percent. And instead of it being just like a part of the movie to me, it was like this is actually so real in a way that it really bums me out. They're also, I would say, the best performances in the movie. Yes, and Gary Cole is like an effortlessly funny guy. Yeah, right. He's funny in all the things that he's in, but he's just like. Very grounded in this role. There's a scene where David Duchovny, the company gives David Duchovny a new car to try and sell. And this is right after Gary Cole has bought the car that David Duchovny was selling before. And Gary Cole just pulls up in his new car, looks at this new one. He's blasting hip hop. Well, bad, bad, like off brand hip hop. When Gary Cole buys that convertible and David Duchovny sees it, he, uh, I wrote the line down um, because it was so. David Duchovny says to him, "Holla at a playa, yo!" and mm. and they high five. Wow, so. wow! What was I doing last night when that line cropped up? Because I do remember that line, and I was like, mm, "Okay." But yeah, Gary Cole sees this new Audi Rough. that Duchovny has, and his face just drops. And he says something like, good job, good job, or whatever. This is when but... the first time he started thinking about his upcoming suicide. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Sasha. There we go. There's the There's drop. There's the spoiler. There's the drop. Yeah. Yeah, it's like at this point he purchased um, the lawnmower, like the electric lawnmower with a TV. You know, he's purchased that. David Duchovny has convinced him to purchase a never-ending supply of gifts to give to his wife. Yes. To, to get to rekindle the romance yeah and i also like the part of the film where david duchovny is formerly a um a car salesman and lauren hutton the boss explains to him that it's like you're not just selling products you're selling you if people want to be you then it like that becomes the actual goal because that's what will actually stimulate them into buying all of this stuff i know that's how hollywood works yeah Mm -hmm. it is so they start, so David Duchovny and Demi Moore are like kind of selling their relationship. They are engaging in forms of PDA that I would be incredibly uncomfortable and off and just, it would be so off-putting to me. If to, a win, couple... to watch it. Yeah. But it's depicted as like, wow, yeah. beautiful. When David Duchovny comes just home grabs her and they're wearing, they're yeah. all wearing like face masks, yeah. the women and David Duchovny just kisses her. I was instantly uncomfortable. Honks her butt. I know. The Honked worst. But Well, that part I was fine with. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, while all this is happening, they David Duchovny is trying to romance her for real. Yes. Right? David Duchovny is trying to to win her over. Yeah. She's yeah. his boss. In mm-hmm. in some way he's just like the Jason Bateman of this family. Like he's just like a dude like who's super relatable and is every that another man... reference to keeping up with the Joneses? <laughs> <laughs> is no, Jason Bateman in that movie? <laughs> I always I more like meant I guess just everything Jason Bateman's in. Like yeah. like he doesn't really even know why he does it because yeah. he's really not that kind of guy. We should mention this is David Duchovny's first family like this is his first time yeah he is brand new yeah to this job and what they do is 
paint a picture of his loneliness within this family because mm-hmm. it's it, he's existing within a family unit but it's a fake pretend family so they're not like hanging out at all they have a lot of shots of him eating dinner by himself at a table and just really being like you know he suggests at one point that they all go see a movie <laughs> and amber heard goes i don't get it what would we sell there because it's their day off it's their day off and they don't want to hang out with david duke company which honestly same uh, I have a question for you two, yeah. and it's not like super important, right? Because like David Duchovny is trying to mostly sell to the other he- male Husbands. heads of households, right? So like, it's not important that he be a very attractive man, but is he an attractive man? Um, he certainly passes for what we think is attractive definitely okay. yeah and it's i think it's um like um, a lot of attractiveness it's like about the attitude yeah he does he's, he's certainly a, a charming guy a charismatic yeah. guy yeah. he's a little too old for me to like be like oh he's hot but i definitely see a lot of charm and i can see that making him attractive okay here's why i ask because to me not not always but in this movie especially what he reminded me most of was Alfred E. Newman, the mascot for Mad Magazine. Wow. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> I couldn't... Visually, that is what it was for you. I couldn't not see it. It was... I don't know if it was the hair. That's wild, His Steve. interesting hair, but also, like, when he smiles, his eyes get very close. Well, he does have that look a little bit, I guess. Right? Like, I, I Not know, enough. Just, Not enough, I would say. But are I you look, so you funny. gotta look, in let me show you a looking. picture of Alfred E. Newman right okay. now. And you tell me that this is not just a picture I mean, of David I know what he, I know what Alfred yes, that is. That is even less. <laughs> that is even like less. The resemblance is even less than what I was imagining in my head. And this, this movie came out like in the midst of Californication, which was like yeah. David Duchovny's oh, big yeah. comeback. Was it 2009? Or... This movie, uh, yeah. I think it first played festivals in 2009. But... <laughs> it went to festivals. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Uh, and then uh, was rele- had a limited release in theaters in 2010. Very okay. limited. Uh, yeah. And, and also came out on VOD the week before it came out in theaters. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, Sasha, had you ever heard of this movie before? I haven't heard of this movie before or even the expression uh, oh. Keeping up with the Joneses, uh, as far as I remember. Certainly a very American yeah. uh, colloquialism. Yeah. What about hey. you, Stephen? Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I heard about that Amber Heard scene. Right, but not... Um, but I did not really know the whole... If Hillary told me the premise, I'd forgotten it. <laughs> or was it there subconsciously? It might have been. waiting. You know, because there were, like, there are definitely instances of, like, obvious product placement that the family's doing before that reveal Mm -hmm. and i was like well this is (laughs) this is absurd product placement and then i was like unless that's the point and of course it is i think what's in terms of it being dated or not dated i think that everything holds up actually really well i mean the styles that demi moore is pushing which are like actually velour two pieces and shape up (laughs) sketchers kind of um you you know i guess that doesn't really when you break it down it's not so contemporary but like um three out of four of the family 
the parents and the daughter, everything that they're selling seems like evergreen enough. Mm. The and son is selling <laughs> Nintendo DSs. Oh. Nintendo DSs and also like really intense messenger bags and like a really athletic Lacoste mm-hmm. kind of jacket. Yeah, to me that stood out as the most glaring datedness of the film in a way that I enjoyed. Or the fact, you know, outside of the brands, how big of a deal it was that he came out as gay and, and like just sort of yeah. the reaction right. was yeah. a little... We, so, like, I, normally... I keep giving away all this information <laughs> about this movie. Normally, the kids, uh, when, you know, when this operation is done successfully, the kids each get a boyfriend and a girlfriend, and they use them to help, like, push products into, like, further pools of people. Yeah. And the son, Mick... What a name. Has made a connection with a girl from the school, but... Naomi. Naomi, yes, Mm -hmm. played by Christine Evangelista. And you can tell that Naomi isn't like the other girls because Mm -hmm. she has some kind of like white girl bindi situation going on she's taking like stick on earrings and put them like over her eyebrows but blonde hair like you would expect dark hair up this well and it's yeah you're right typically that is what we expect yeah but but also like she also falls prey to the encroachment of capitalism into this town uh which certainly wasn't there before but he has not made a move on her and then we we find out it's because he is gay and it's, sort and of, it's a secret. It's a big secret. And it's not like a bad scene for gay people, I guess. But it's not a good scene So which either. scene are you talking Are you talking about the scene where he tries to kiss Naomi's brother and, and her brother punches him three times in a way that the movie's not like... The movie's not like, this guy's homophobic. The movie is kind of like... You can't make a move on just anybody. <laughs> wow, really? Oh, I that's don't know. so interesting. I mean, like, like obviously, like it was very neutral. It's bad that the guy punched him, but the movie. <laughs> it was a little Wait, bit too. Wait, what neutral. are you talking about? A no way. Too neutral. No way. No, no way. I thought that like the brother's response is horrible. Like he, it is. He calls him an f word that I'm not comfortable saying into a mic. Good. And <laughs> I'm glad not about not. you. <laughs> And um, and he punches him, like, at close range in the face three times. And to me, it's sadly accurate depiction of what I think, like, a lot of gay people have experienced throughout history. And it makes him look like the asshole, the brother, for, for being so, you know, I, aggressive I just think um, the fact that, like, that's it, you know, <laughs> no one ever, like, comments on it again, like... No one's like, this dude is homophobic. It is very um, also glanced over. This, like, you know, like a little plot m- moves. It's only like two scenes dedicated to it. Like, the second scene is uh, when the family finds mm-hmm. out. The second and- scene, when uh, he reveals he is gay and then um, calls Amber Heard a slut and walks out of the room. <laughs> yeah, loved that. Uh, but also, there are several moments of, like, gay panic humor in the movie. Or, or yes. maybe not gay panic, but, but just, like, wouldn't it be funny if we were gay? Uh, like, there are several jokes like that in the movie, which make me think, like, the writer-director, uh, whose name I forget was, like, Derek Matt Bort. Something. Or something. Yeah. Derek Bort. Yeah. That make me think, you know, maybe we're putting more on that moment uh, than German is really person? there. He's American, but he was born in Germany. Mm. Yes, we're I, putting I more on that moment than really there. I understand. I mean, I do think that the changes that have happened in terms of, like, our culture, even just since 2009, yeah. and when this was made, was Ten probably, years ago. yeah, yeah, I mean, it's been, it's huge, yeah. so I do think, so there was, like, and that, that was before, like, gay marriage was legal across the yeah, country, yeah. right? Um, There's definitely, absolutely traces of, like, gay as a punchline, 100%. It would, it would, it would be handled better now, I guess. Yeah, um, infinitely, yeah. 
Okay, so Gary Cole has been seduced by capitalism, by all the items that David Duchovny is pitching him. And by, like, the sexy, sexy life that David Duchovny Mm -hmm. purports to live. Well, that's not how you make your wife, I guess, excited about you, right? By buying her things. But But apparently it did. Well, right? Ford, like, that's what that's what David Duchovny says. That's what Gary Cole suggests later yeah. in the movie is that like buying these gifts did make Glenn Headley hot for him again. Uh, yeah, at least one time. That's the moment. I'm sorry. That's the moment where David Duchovny says that now infamous line, <laughs> "Holla at a playa, yo," is when mm. Gary Cole tells him that I they're back to having see. sex. Yes. Um, but Gary Cole can't afford all these things. And and his wife, Glenn Headley, is as a harsh juxtaposition to the Joneses, mm-hmm. kind of involved in like a Mary Kay self-selling makeup thing. She, and she's, it's a little desperate. She's it's obviously forced. not as good at it as yes. the Joneses. And it's a setting contrast uh, Demi Moore throws her a bone to her, like later in the movie when she's one-on-one with uh, David Duchovny. And she's like, yeah. I even bought some stuff from her. She did good, like, tonight. (laughs) Like how you talk about your child in a school play. Mm. Gary Cole can't afford the bills, can't pay the bills. Oh, God, and he keeps on trying to initiate sex with his wife, and she's so disinterested, and it's really painful. Um, And so, as a result, he kills himself. Yeah. How does he He ties himself to the tractor with the television. Mower, the lawnmower. Yeah, 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 the tractor-style lawnmower that... Mini tractor. <laughs> David Duchovny gets him to buy. Yeah, with the TV he, and the he, headphones. He ties himself to it with a garden hose and drives it into the pool. Yeah. And uh, Glenn Headley follows a trail of Bills. past due notices yeah. to the outside where she finds him there. David Duchovny jumps into the pool to try and get him out, but it is too he's late. he's a good man after What's all. up with... Now, so I, in the past, have fast-forwarded through that scene when hmm. I'm re-watching it because... It's I, too I, hard. It's, it's really harsh. It's a harsh image. Yeah. It's um, like compelling I would say, in an upsetting way. I would say maybe it doesn't um, fit in with the rest of the movie up I to know. that point. I know. Uh, That's why it's comedy-drama film, right? Sure. It's not comedy or drama. Oh, some not, scenes I agree, will be it's sad. neither. And at this point, David Duchovny breaks down. Yep. He can't do it anymore. He reveal everyone in the neighborhood has gathered at the house as the body is taken away. And uh, David Duchovny reveals that this is not a real family. He's not really Steve Jones. He's just been selling them stuff. Yeah. And the other three book it out of there. Yeah. They get go bags. Yeah, they have go bags. They have go bags, and they, like, cruise away. Demi Moore at the wheel. Mm-hmm. And he goes up, David Duchovny goes up to Glenn Headley's character and, like, embraces her, and she slaps him across the face. I knew she would. Like, really? because first she reciprocates, and then I'm like, she's going to so slap him so hard, and she did. She it's did. such a weird uh, portraiture of what the moments after discovering your husband's body is. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. Do you generally uh, not like dramatic movies in general? Uh, I don't like suicide scenes. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, that's yeah. upsetting right. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely not uh, yeah. funny. Not funny. Not funny. So David Duchovny, yeah, he couldn't take it, and he he blows the lid off the whole thing. And then there's there's um a scene of him sitting in the house as workmen unload all of this like beautiful Ethan Allen furniture that they were trying to sell. Until it's an empty house. And that's when Lauren Hutton appears. 
And she offers him his job. Shockingly. Yeah. Shockingly. Uh, I don't think that would happen in real life. I don't think so at all. I was honestly expecting her to kill him. (laughs) No way. <laughs> like, I didn't, like, you know, this is like this shady thing. Uh, yeah. I thought maybe they were, like, people who, you know, don't cut it get cut, you know. Yeah. I mean, no justification. Why would he, she still well, it's offer because him promotion? he is a very good salesman. Uh, what, but he you just know, betrayed the entire... I know, but, it, but there were extenuating circumstances, which was a really intense, upsetting experience of discovering someone's body yeah so i still don't buy that the company so, would keep him on he's they so wouldn't. injured <laughs> mentally by now that he, she doesn't know how he'll react even in smaller yeah. situations they would oh, truly yeah, never... i think he should have murdered her i bet he there were choked her. i bet that the, the earlier drafts of the movie absolutely had him well, had her not... coming in and like firing him obviously or, mm. and and then they needed to make it so that like it it was there were higher stakes to like what his next move would be. It's an auteur film. There are a lot of drafts, I'm sure. It is of this written film and directed by Derek Bort. This is a Derek Bort film. We think film. that's his name, right? It did flash <laughs> across the, his name. the screen. Um, a film by Derek Bort. So Dave Duchovny says, no thanks. And he walks off. But the rest of the family, they're still in. And we cut They've been to, reassigned. We cut to, I don't know how long this time jump is, but... Now it's the three of them with a new Mr. Jones. Yeah, repeating the same sequence of opening the door for the neighbor, mm-hmm. but different Duchovny. And Demi Moore goes to get a pie uh, mm-hmm. out of the kitchen. As and they're who, hosting neighbors for dinner. And who walks in? Mm-hmm. Steve. He's just standing there, Steve. I think, in the, like a corner. No, in the... he walks in through the door. Like He just comes into the door. I have no idea how he ever would have been given the information <laughs> yeah. to track her down. Who mm-hmm. knows? Yeah, Early draft so we didn't, had that scene. Okay. We didn't mention that he does succeed in uh, seducing Demi Moore at a certain yeah. point in the movie. He's so charming that she does fall for him in the classic tradition of women in movies getting choosing men over having, their jobs, <laughs> having a sexual relationship with someone they're involved in working yeah. with. Um, I am interested in their scene where they eat, I want to say, ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they are. Sasha. Okay, so here's the thing they're eating ice cream, right? Yeah. So they make it like. Okay, I'm watching this film. I'm like, okay, they're eating ice cream. It's happening. Like, that's what people do, right? They eat ice cream in bed. Okay. I never she... have, but I've I've seen it done. Yeah. She opens, like, a drawer next her to her night, bed. Her nightstand. Nightstand. Yeah. Takes a bunch of candy from Some it. Some kind of M&M's. candy. Like, M&M's oh, red M&M's? only. I red thought they only. were, I thought they were, like, uh, cinnamon candy kind red of things, hots? you know? Yeah, that kind of a thing. A ton of those candies. Throws them in. In the uh, ball of ice cream. And David Duchovny is saying, no, 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 She goes, no, "No, you got to try. And I'm like really waiting for this to be a plot point, right? (laughs) Because it's like, what else? Why? What is there? It's like, they're already eating ice cream. They're not switching from a healthy, like, yogurt to let's just, you know, we're making love. Let's get crazy and just eat all the sugar because this is the night to remember. They're already in ice cream. She just puts a lot of M&Ms in there and there doesn't become anything. Nobody chokes on any of these things. <laughs> Nothing happens. Yeah. So what is this? I'm guessing this is a Derek Bortz just taken from <laughs> real life with a woman just fucking pulled pulled from real real memory yeah. just dropped it in there because there's nothing well, about that scene that makes sense to okay me. first of all i'm so glad that you brought up that scene because i think when i think of the movie the joneses that is 
one of the main, if not the main scene that for some reason Just my brain flashes. gravitates towards. Yeah. It, the, and also like we've eaten M&Ms in ice cream. It's a really particular feeling. I think the chocolate gets way too crunchy. Mm-hmm. And watching this movie, I still want to eat them. Because the candy gets so cold. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, yeah. Anyways, um, I don't know why my brain hangs its hat on that particular scene Better than image, Carrie Cole in the pool. Absolutely. But my brain also goes there. Mm. Um, but I think that they set up Demi more as like, I don't want to say binging, but like ju- eating junk food in in her room by herself. And that's the kind of, those are the snapshots of like real Demi Moore that mm. we're getting oh, yeah, outside we have, of the context of because her fake There's a scene of her oh. eating Doritos yes. watching David Duchovny's interview video. Yes, so that's like set up as like her real desire. like opening up? But she's opening up. Yeah, we're seeing the real... She's hiding it from everybody, her binge eating, right? We're seeing the real Demi Moore. Because earlier he asks her, would you like to eat something in the scene, like a breakfast scene? And she's like, I don't want... I already ate something. And I was like, why is this even a point of conversation? (laughs) Okay, it's just, again, making her more 3D, more relatable character. It's interesting because, like, there is a focus on exercise when she's, you know, walking and she's meeting a woman for a hot yoga class. Hot yoga, so scandalous. They make such a big moment out of that. I'm going to my hot yoga class. (laughs) I think it just seems like, you know, popular, thingy, bougie woman. And, um... When she when they're hosting the party, there's a focus on food because it's like all this like all these tasty appetizers that she's serving are like surprise chef Robert frozen. Can you believe that this is frozen? Because she's frozen pushing that line. Sushi. Frozen sushi sounds disgusting to me. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I'm flash curious. frozen, right? Uh, yeah, flash frozen sushi. I'm sure I'm I would. I'm sure now. I've eaten many grosser things in my life. I'm not interested. Um, Grocery store sushi, pretty good. Grocery store mm-hmm. sometimes, They're fine sometimes. Yeah, yeah so California roll. I I'll try this. it. Yeah, I'll try this flash frozen sushi. <laughs> Who's got it? Let's get some. <laughs> I wonder I'll if it do Instacart. Um, so, anyways, I think that they set up Demi Moore um, like eating Doritos by herself outside of her bedroom. She has to keep David Duchovny at a distance, and you know, exercise wearing shape up sneakers inside her room. She's secretly watching his like interview tape and eating Doritos like audition, and then they're yeah. like it's like them being real together um mm, like that's, that's a good read on that scene yeah I like that Think, right. yeah maybe uh, it does uh you know become clear after four or five times yeah seen yeah. it after or maybe you saw it right times. away maybe you did see it before yeah I don't know you guys I don't know well so the David Duchovny breaks into this new house mm-hmm. and he tells her He's got to be with her. She's Mm got to leave this life behind. Yeah. And he goes, we belong together. And David Duchovny's delivery. I think it's, I'm going to try to do it. I think it's like this. Um, We belong together. (laughs) Oh. It is so incorrect to me (laughs) as a choice. Do you think they had more than one take? Yeah. Definitely. And so that was the best one. Yeah. Derek Bort said that's the one. Well, Derek Bort is known for not giving line readings. Like, he's not going (laughs) to give a line reading. He wants the actor to find it himself. Mm. That's what everybody says about Bort. Yeah. Um, And so Dave just didn't get to it that day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then he honestly loved the chemistry between Duchovny and Moore. I think it's I do too, actually. Mm -hmm. I actually do too. I was like, I'm surprised they didn't hook up on that set because there's a lot of real (laughs) chemistry I'm seeing. And that is the main drive of most of the movie, right, is the two of them. Yeah. Because as much as the movie 
you know, claims to care about the teenager characters. It doesn't Mm-mm, at all. No. They sexploit the hell out of Amber Heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. This must have been like one of the first things Amber Heard shot, right? That's unfortunate because we see so much of her boobs. Mm-hmm. But it, 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 <laughs> clearly it came out after people started knowing who Amber Heard was because she has the whiff credit at the beginning of ah, the movie. Ah. Um so what we haven't touched on is that Amber Heard, when Demi Moore says she has a problem, it's because Amber Heard is really only interested exclusively in men who are father figures much older than her. <laughs> Although we don't know how old these characters. That's how so old true. do you I think? I really was wondering. Those two her are real, supposed to be real, in real life. She was like twenty two or twenty three when she shot. I think so. Like they, they could they be must, minimum twenty three. In the real life of the movie, 23 to Minimum 25, 23. yeah. Yeah, because they've been doing it for a while, yeah. right? They're and professionals. They must be over 18, yeah. right, to have this kind of job. But then it's job. like, did they go to college? Did they not go to college in their real right. life? Right. Like, you know? All these questions, yeah. Do they usually have, like, intimate relations with the boyfriends and girlfriends that they pick in their schools? Yeah, you totally. Know? I was also wondering what the protocol is for them leaving a town like is it just normal when like their assignment is over and a you know scandal hasn't happened (laughs) do they tell people that they're leaving is there any type of goodbye thing or it's truly just like overnight they're gone and like I was imagining that they're they're the company will take over their contacts and send texts to people or whatever being like we had to <laughs> run a sudden transfer job that's transfer. a great question it's, hey it's, it's me for... steve just checking in also try this new <laughs> yeah. golf yeah, club yeah, yeah, yeah. or just some other cheap thing i remember there was like a cheap mix drink mix or the that, punch the, the punch oh yeah they're capri selling Suns. punch in capri sun yeah yeah, yeah. Um, which causes part of the scandal because naomi gets, gets drunk and uh, drives and yeah. gets hit by a car. She's like, why did she? That was also such an interesting thing where it was like, they leave her and she goes, it's serious. But it was like, well, they're coming back. But know? also at she... that point, you don't realize that's her brother, right? Right. Like mm-hmm. She's like, you'll meet him later. She says that earlier. Right. You don't realize it is her brother until yeah. after like three scenes later. Oh, yeah. So yeah, anyways, Amber Heard has been dating a married, like a husband that, you know, not is in the community. Not hot at all. Not at all. But he's Connection, good, he's and good at talking without moving his mouth. Ew, gross. He no, does a lot of that. In the scene where we see this character, he's like talking to her out of the side of his mouth, like talking about his dick. And, Ew, oh, devastating. It's his boat, Steve, please. And I mean, like... <laughs> Hillary, I don't know if you know, the boat is a metaphor for his penis. Okay, well... Uh. <laughs> Well, okay. Yeah. Agree to disagree. Um, <laughs> and she's just like a nymphomaniac, right? So she just, you know, I mean, the way she's portrayed, well, right? Well, she is portrayed as being highly sexual. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're supposed to believe that she like really cares for this man. This like gross Right. She apparently dude. has very strong feelings for this guy yeah. because he cuts it off by sending his wife to tell her that he never wants to see her again. Yeah. And she is devastated. She's devastated. She's on a dock. Like Good acting her... there from Amber Heard, I saw. Hmm. Yeah, it was good. You know what? It was great acting, but... I didn't believe it because I didn't believe that she cared about that no, guy that much. No, I was no. just enjoying. I was like, they told her you're being broken up with by a man who you love. 
and the actress is doing great job because there's no fucking way it made sense to her yeah. why would she care well knowing Bort like mm-hmm. I do I bet that he gave her some backstory which was you like think? she has like some major daddy issues that's why she's always chasing after these these mm-hmm. men and she like formed this connection with this guy and like she's really searching you know she's crying about being abandoned and not you know whatever so then Amber Heard calls which is so funny because it's like well how did you get there how did you get to the dock? And you can't get Most characters get places without explanation. And this is pre-Uber. Yeah. So she calls Demi Moore and Demi Moore and David Duchovny who've been in bed eating ice cream together. Mm-hmm. And no. uh, M&M's. No, wait. That wasn't. That was before. That was when they went to Bone Town. Yeah. Oh. This was post-coital. She gets a call on her phone. Mm-hmm. And they go pick up Amber Heard and Demi Moore is like inc- extremely maternal and genuine to Amber Heard. And David Duchovny is watching from the dock like, see, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. I want this real. He's like so happy that they have this like real familial moment. And he wants it so much that he tracks her down in a way that we don't know. Yeah. Uh, but she denies him. She says, no, this is what I do. This is my life. Steve, this is my real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Steve Jones, Steve Cirillo, mm-hmm. we find out is his real name walks off he gets one last scene with mick where mick has his big triumphant moment of telling him that he's out now and he gets to be gets to play a college student now (laughs) yeah and the boy has become a man and amber heard and demi moore have a beautiful scene um where amber heard says he came back for you you. and then they go back to cleaning the dishes right but then it turns out that's enough for demi moore she gets in the car she abandons her new husband her job and she picks David Duchovny up, and they drive off to the sunset of Arizona. To visit his dad. Yeah, and that's how the movie ends. And then with a little teaser during the credits to show that this operation is global. It's global, and, my dude. And it's gay. There's a gay couple as well. Yes. Uh, they're everywhere. Yeah, that was funny, actually, because they were like, Mumbai, India. And they were like, uh, Zimbabwe, Africa. And then they were like, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> like they had, they were like Sweden, you know, like Norway. They had all of these places, and then it was just straight up like Arizona was one of the among the um, foreign countries nestled in there. Feels like a foreign country to me. I'll tell you okay. what. Whenever I go down there, right? uh, so Hillary, we've gone through the whole movie. Yes. Why do you think people? Did, this movie didn't connect. You know what? What is it about the oh, Joneses? What is, it? is it underrated? What do you think? I don't it? know. They, it's so interesting to me because it was like it has some star power. I think with Demi Moore and A-listed. David Duchovny A-listed. and well, up and coming Amber Heard at the time. I was David Duchovny. You know, was on Californication, but that's yeah. a TV show. You know, like that's not. He's not a movie star, right? Demi Moore. Kind her, of on the day her crescendo. Her time sure. was like late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, you know? I think that, yeah, okay, that's fair. But to also, me, Gary Cole is the big star power here. But I think in my brain, Duchovny and Moore said yes to this because they liked the premise so much. Hmm. And I think that the premise really deserves more attention. It's not a great film, hmm. like in terms of cinema. There's a lot of like kind of dead space that goes on. But hearing, don't let Derek Bort hear you. I would never say it to Bort's face. Mm-hmm. Um, hearing <laughs> that they released it on direct video a week before its limited Thank you release. For shouting out our improv team. <laughs> uh... Like it's like they didn't believe in the film. They didn't have a lot of 
money behind it to i mean and i'm yeah. not sure how distribution works they didn't have like a ton of resources no to big, distribute it widely or, there's or no big studio it. behind it or anything like that you know the, yeah. the like the production company logos at the beginning are pretty uh like low rent sure yeah so i guess it was a smaller operation and i guess that means that you don't have the resources to give it a wide release or to do a lot of advertisement for it so at that point you're just kind of hoping that it picks up steam on like the festival circuit yeah a little miss sunshine type of you know clearly it did not my big fat greek wedding yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, no it did not um but i still think it's a really compelling film Mm. and here's what's really interesting is that because it's been 10 years since it was made and released social media has completely changed the game influencers is what really exactly like now we just we have that and it's significantly more upfront though sometimes still not it's still just as disingenuous i would say i guess they should do another one they should i I would love it uh all right sasha what did you think of the Joneses? I have sort of a neutral feeling, like a blah feeling about this film. I know like it's kind of trying to be this like high concept, smart comedy, not unlike Good Place in some ways, even though Good Place has obviously to do with the metaphysical, you know, life after death. White suburban life, like is really, it's just a trap and that's not where you find happiness because in every house in this uh, cul-de-sac, behind the closed doors, people are suffering mm. and uh, drinking themselves to death or something like that. I, like, I can see like those themes uh, kind of sort of come up, but this movie should have gone further for me to really appreciate it. I feel like mm. it just didn't get heightened enough. Mm-hmm. And, and so then suicide happens, and of course this is when David Duchovny has a breakdown and he says to everybody, we are not real. I don't know. It's just some things were predictable, I guess, too. And I just felt like... Amber Heard was really sexploited really badly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm trying to establish the scale here. Like, what would be a 10? Like, what's a high concept comedy? The Death of Stalin. So if Death of Stalin is a 10, Joneses would be like, I think like a 5. Yeah. Cool. What about you, Steven? Um, yeah, so when you start talking about the scale, I uh, I was thinking of a different Armando and Yannucci movie, In the Loop, which is, you know, like a satire about like, uh, ineffectual government and all that, which this is not, but it is clearly trying to be a satire. Social satire, yeah. In the first half. And then, like, for me, the, the suicide is so unearned. You know, that moment doesn't fit with the movie that precedes it. And, and the second Glenn Headley starts, like, finding all the papers in the house, I knew, oh, oh yeah, he has now killed himself. And I would just, it doesn't earn it. The movie didn't do the work for that to feel like a, a real thing that's going to happen in this moment. Any hint that it maybe makes sense is, is coming from Gary Cole, not from the movie itself. And, you know, the, the, that's how I feel about the movie's, like, attempts at a grander, like, dramatic theme. It just doesn't achieve that at all. I, I think the satire is good. The premise is really interesting. I was really taken with it. And then in the second half, I just kind of felt like it fell apart. Also, it's hard to take a movie's message about capitalism and marketing and like all that seriously when it is genuinely 
using product placement in the movie. You know, like Stella Artois is a real brand of beer. Yeah, Audi is a real type of car. Comp- that the movie was somehow its costs were offset by these brands. There's no way. There's literally so? no way. No. I I'm I'm wondering. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, unless they had. To, I'm. I also was wondering if they had to get some form of approval to use the brands, or if it's fine. The because... the brands all have thank yous in the credits. Um, okay. So what uh, is the number? The number for me is a five. I guess I'm with you. Huge. Um, five. You know, I I really like the premise. I think. David Duchovny is really good in it, mostly because he's the only one in the cast who gets a chance to be good. You know, everybody else. I think Demi Moore is pretty good. I think she's. I think she's fine, but she is burdened with the fact that she is an actress playing a character who is playing a character. Like, aside from like a few moments where she's eating junk food in her bedroom, right? We don't get a real sense of this real person and They're so adorable but it feels it feels like an ineffectual character and and that is you know exponentially more true for the amber heard character and the sun character mm-hmm. who just aren't characters mm-hmm. you know also just a small side note i don't like an early montage and a montage <laughs> that like like it's like it's too early for a montage and the montage is the one that reveals the premise of the movie i'm like really it's well just... now we're back in disagreement because i like that part all right <laughs> more importantly what about you hillary okay you guys i totally acknowledge that it does feel like there there could have been more done with this incredibly great high concept it was interesting because i think that the film ran into a lot of like time lapse problems with with kind of having to earn a lot of things over we we weren't sure the period of time you know that was Mm. that was elapsing when we meet the family and then kind of we have somewhere between meeting them and then there's the montage and then laura hutton comes in lauren hutton and she's like oh you guys have been here a month and and you know i think that the what we see in the development of gary cole's character it's like how quickly could he fall this deeply into financial distress? well and he must right the character must have already i don't know do you think the joneses cause his downfall or do you think he's already experiencing he's depressed this? He He's go. definitely was depressed and he was highly susceptible to it. Mm-hmm. They they both were highly susceptible to it. So, yeah, I totally acknowledge those problems. I, I would, in my gosh, in just in my wildest dreams, I would love to see a higher, like, version of this film. Mm-hmm. But that said, God, I love it. I love this movie. <laughs> you saw it five times or maybe four. But. Yeah, four to five times. I, I rated a solid seven. Mm-hmm. Um, the, t- the three-point deduction is for its you know it's it's cinematic probs as we've established if it was concept alone i'd do a full-blown 10 out of 10 baby uh all right well i that brings us to the end of the show hillary uh any plugs for the people oh man um i'm on instagram at hillary ann matthews and you can come out and see queen george on herald night great yeah great sorry florida girls is coming out in july um which is uh, a pop tv show and it 
I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be great. Are you a Florida girl? Um, I am. Yes, I'm. There are some. There are four main Florida girls, but I'm um, a lesser Florida oh. girl. Yeah, but it's really. I think it's going to be so funny and great. So also go go get on Hulu, watch the season finale of Modern Family. Absolutely, right? yeah. Uh, and see what happens <laughs> with Hillary's character. <laughs> What's your, what was your character's name? Sherry Shaker. Sherry Shaker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can come see us the second and fourth Thursday at the Moving Arts Theater on Hyperion Avenue in Los Angeles, 9 p.m., the Direct-to-Video Awards. Uh, and that's it. That's it. Thank Woo. you. Bye-bye. Thanks bye. so much.